0: Hello. So, do you want to hear some personal musings, perhaps? Or I will make it probably two minutes of personal musings. I hope it's... it's, it's I think it sounds okay. Maybe. I don't know. Um, in regards to the podcast, I re-edit all the, the, the tracks from the... Or I re-edit all the episodes recently... And I kind of, I I finally figured that stuff out, you know. And the episode should be sounding uh, decent from now on. Because one of the problems that I had was, uh, since I was editing in stereo, um, the stereo, I I couldn't necessarily transfer the stereo mapping, like, from the recording to the editing program, uh, because I believe the 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 right side wasn't recorded at all, and it should have been. I'm not really sure how to work this thing out. <laughs> Maybe records always in mono, and then you just figure out what you're gonna do. You know, because the yeah I don't know it should be recording properly. I'll 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 have to learn eventually how to work this thing. So, yeah, uh, so the episodes now are sounding fresh and re-edited and you can revisit them. And I think that, you know, it only benefits the, the whole thing. Uh, having high hopes for this, having seen this podcast as a um, great sort of like a lightning rod for things to start happening uh, in a, in a way that I've been. Uh, publishing them, and I've been, you know, r- r- regular, regularly pu- publishing them for three months now. So that's a thing that, you know, it's 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 cool to have. It's cool to have. And I also intend to. Uh, and I probably, at this point, I probably had released already some some versions of some, some other gimmicks for the show, right? So, essentially, uh, this thing of picking up an album randomly, that's sort of the gimmick, right? That's sort of like uh, where the show kind of comes to life, like the hook. And so I've been thinking about other sorts of hooks, right? to To put music into. And you have uh, like a lot of... Examples on YouTube of uh, you know, things that people do, right? They rank every Kanye West song, or they rank every uh, solo project from someone. They rank, uh, you know, something regarding genres, also, because I believe genre is a big part of everything that I talk about, and maybe making like a, you know, a must-listen showcase, you know, a must-listen, you know, and. Try to go about doing things that way, you know, also Uh, being more self. Because this is going to end eventually, 299 albums at the moment. I can add some probably, you know, But it's also the process of listening to stuff and things becoming important, you know, and that takes time Uh, and and familiarity with it as well. I'm not going to put the new Sufjan Stevens album that just got out probably three days ago you know i can probably speak about that album specifically as an in uh, you know a review of sorts and that's something that uh, could be in the works as well like something new you know that oh this is like reviewing bangers, maybe could be the 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 banner for that because i have listing bangers, and i have tiering bangers as well uh, the former uh it's attached to a playlist and then I explain the the reason and order and choices for that particular playlist Uh, regarding the theme of the whatever I'm doing, the first one that I did record and that might have been released already uh, if those things are going in order Um, I did a playlist for you to wash the dishes too so it's 24 minutes which is usually, you know kind of stretching a lot, 25 minutes washing the dishes, probably takes 15 minutes, you know, in the the meantime, depending on how you do it, and what you have, right, in in, in front of you, and it's called um, Underwater Ceramic Technician, because that's a meme, it's a very very good meme there, Uh, and do explain my logic and what do I put in is not necessarily attached to any sort of genre or any sort of like main true line, you know, I think that's kind of the fun of it as well. Uh, Intend to do some other ones as well. Some more like regarding uh, what do you send someone that you want to, you know, romance, you know, that's called the risk list so i put some some stuff that's kind of you know kind of talks about love for the most part so that's the main line of the uh the the, the main um like the centerpiece of the team there and, and explaining that and also i have tiering lists uh tiering bangers right uh which is one that i will probably do a like a tier list of a discography or a group of albums in that case, so that you know takes a little bit more effort, uh, aiming a little bit more on those contents that I can just come up with the idea. I don't need to have a finite sort of you know. Uh, there is a lot. Of, there is a lot of music out there that can be sp- spoken about. You know, you can speak about you know Nick Cave's a whole discography, Leonard Cohen. Uh, you can rank the, the songs from the the artists that have just one or two or three albums, you know, or four even. Uh, it's the case with System of a Down. I did that already, uh, but it was way way back during the pandemic, so I didn't necessarily saw it as a podcast. I, th- I thought it, I thought about it as a video f- at first, so you, you had the screen and all that, but. I'm, or release them in in podcast form, like the ranking of at least three artists uh, that I can think of. System of a Down, Los Hermanos, which is a Brazilian band um, and that has five albums. And there was another one that I don't remember. Oh, Nick Drake. Yeah, Nick Drake. So those, those three would be like the tiering, for songs and and the other bigger discographies i do uh, the albums because that's also interesting to speak about how the progression of this the discography goes what sort of themes were involved in this one both sonically you know in terms of production in terms of choices Uh, radiohead is a classical example of that right you can really and i did one with radiohead so i kind of explained their trajectory and where they they, they they went sonically and that sort of thing. What sort of projects they were involved in, in any, any given time. So, yeah. I promised two times, but I ended up having eight times of personal musings there. And I spoke about the show, personal things. I mean, uh, I don't know. Trying to find a new place. That's all. That's the shittiest thing ever. That's kind of what's been happening. Yeah. And you can you can incur the mental state of someone that's going through that sort of thing. And in and I specifically talk about the Sydney rent market, which is just by God, like what happened here, you know? Uh 350 350 for a fucking square. You know, you maybe get a blanket. Maybe just that's ju- what the everything that the room has is a blanket, you know, that you you can lie on it and pay three hundred fifty dollars. That's that's all. It's a box with a blanket on it. That's and that's sort of the situation, right? So one of the main strategies. I'm I'm gonna go to ten then because I'm speaking about that. The main strategies here are just knowing someone and someone that's willing to share and that drops the cost like to a normal level i can say depends on the property depends on the sort of you know all of the things that um, if you have more bathrooms for sure you will be very very expensive you know so that's sort of the climate that things are happening you know at the moment so if you had like a fixing of the this housing issue uh, life would be pretty, pretty great <laughs> in here. I think that's that's because people don't have time to do anything else. You know, people don't have uh, <laughs> they're always working because they need to work. And you know, we, anyway, I just did an improv class and I mentioned that thing because I do improv, right? I'm that one of those sort of sort of guys, and I I mentioned that to the class that and they. Yeah, they had a big on about it, so everybody's kind of in the same page with that sort of thing, right? Because it's a sort of universal thing, finding a place. Anyway, let's get to the music. Let's get to the the fun of this. All right, no more personal things then. I have the number already. Uh, Oh, that's lovely. The Cranberries. That's great, because that's a... Okay, I will explain what's the context for this exactly. I need to open the fucking file. Um, This is probably one of the latest records that I put in this. And it has been taught about it today, actually, because I've been getting to the habit of listening an album all the way through and uh, not jumping into too many things, you know. Uh, I've been exercising that habit. So I was thinking about, oh, actually, I, I, I would really love to listen to Sunday right now, because it's one of the songs from this, from this album. Um, how to start explaining the cranberries and how I came to give... Uh, a fuck about them and this record uh, I didn't before at all uh, I couldn't care less about the Cranberries I I knew that they had a single Linga but I saw them sort of like even lower than a Sarah McLeffin you know even lower than uh, you can think about a generic artist from the 90s you know there's a bunch of those trust me and I thought I thought of the cranberries as that. Um, they like a, like a, a very good Instagram page called Earfida, or maybe an album a day. I, sh- I, I think it's an album a day. Uh, the guy that that uh, it's the name of the page. The guy that runs. He speaks about an album a day. Some something like that. There's always a gimmick involved, right? Uh, with with the likes of us. So he made a post about this this record and you know when something like that comes comes about i usually most definitely we will have a look you know uh it was uh, speaking quite um quite um highly of this record like the 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 and and it it truly does have a lot of richness through it. It does have a lot of very honest and 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 raw um, talent and, and music sensibility. Uh, very 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 interesting foundation that this uh, group and this in particular this first album from them, first or second could be first. I think it's first. Um, the, the the they laid a very interesting foundation in um s- grabbing some stuff from irish f- maybe folk english folk uh also and a lot of the Django pop that we see portrayed in the mid 80s to the end of the the the, the 80s beginning of the 90s even a lot of interesting Django pop, uh jangle pop bands Turned up to be very famous during the 90s as well. You know, you can probably think of some some of them. My REM was always, you know, in the middle of everything. Morrissey was rather successful as well. You know, and that's as close as you can be to the Smiths, right? And uh, as being the main Django pop, and there was a lot of revivals regarding the 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 the. Uh, the revivals from the 60s with the early 2000s as well they do revive a lot of folk stuff and yeah that's the first foundation that this album kind of lays on uh the second foundation is the vocalist voice which is the most interesting thing is of the album is the thing that draws you to it and it makes you stay in a way right the her delivery and have very, um, it's Bjork-like in a way, right? You can, I was listening to Bjork actually today or maybe yesterday, it was yesterday. Uh, there is some similarities to Bjork, not necessarily any any um, more broad artistical um, 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 endeavors or, or messages or, or ways of doing things. It's not that in particular, it's just the same, um raw like the like the emoting the raw emotion you know with a lot of talent and strength behind it right i think both uh Dolores or 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 ridden and bjork have that same capacity uh and jeff buckley also had that capacity but it's different we're speaking about female singers here male singers it's a different kind of story, it's a different set of traditions and rules that can go with that and be analysed in that, and that scenario, uh, in particular, but speaking of female singers, I think that Joanna Newsom as well has a similar uh, capacity of that, uh, very, very rich lyrical um, capacity, so uh, um, you can compare her singing with like almost literally right uh, someone from the from the classical uh, environment that sings pop pop music you can probably transfer the same level of talent like vocal training and vocal performance that those two professions have so she obviously a professional singer but the, the demands of the, the 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 singing opera and that's sort her of thing it, it, it Builds you up way more physically, right? In terms of uh, you can really just not be a, a very healthy and, and, and fit person if you're a pop singer. You know, it's uh, the men's less, maybe, depends a lot. But in this case here, Dolores, uh, the already deceased, unfortunately, died really young, died probably in 2014, I think she delivers like you know it's really you can see the 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 whole extent of the person's soul right when delivering the the material and she does that and you have uh, um, uh, a lot of that material in this you have a lot of that human vulnerability being explored with this Uh, it's a sort of like the lyrical content content probably can be compared to a the cure in in some ways i'm going to pull up some lyrics from cuz i think it's uh, they're very, very very lovely lyrics so yeah i'm going to put that up um the lyrical co- as i speak about the lyrical content right it's somewhat it's a sentimentality uh, of course uh Schneider also recently deceased very very similar as well maybe is the the well they are from ireland right so that really makes sense i didn't know that when i was talking about the irish uh influence so yeah well you have the Pogues as well as a like counterpart and ben also very very uh popular in the 90s uh, no those are the albums that's a similar energy in terms of in terms of the instrumentals like the post punk inspired Irish folk, uh, which which you see the the sort of a, sort of a mixtures in music. Um okay, let's grab the lyrics. You see the the sort of genres, right? The genre of it. Let's open genius, please. Open genius. Come on, let's go. Opening Genius, that's the new segment. It did open. Okay. Let me read this and see if I can... Oh, and it's produced by Stephen Street, which is the producer for Morrissey, which I also, you know, also made that connection without knowing that he had produced this song, and, you know, I tossed uh, Morrissey in there, so I think I'm, I'm getting pretty good at this, huh? Can you tell me, uh, go follow me on Instagram and tell me, you know, if uh, you agree that I have my shit together, you know. Okay, let's read this and see uh, besides the, you know, uh, the pauses and the, uh, I'm not going to drink water because I just paused it. Okay, Let let me pause to drink water then. And you go to Instagram now and let me know. So, in terms of lyrics, it is sort of. Yeah, I I, I don't think I have a capacity to interpret this because it's very, very. um, It's sort of someone talking to themselves, right? Uh, I'm not ready for this, thought, thought thought I would be. I can't see the future thought i thought i could see so it's it's a place of uncertainty is a place of obviously right uh it's it's a place of ensuing chaos in someone's life right that's uh, what the what the poetic theme is in here i don't want to leave you even though i have to i don't want to love you Oh, i still do so okay we you see a lot of that. I, I probably described that already, but you see the opening of the of the themes in here. So you see that that's a romantic uh, a romantic um, rumination, right? That's all. Oh, that's a uh, sort of like a repetitive. Maybe it could be a repetitive. You know, I don't want to leave you, even though I have to. I don't want to leave you, even though I have to. You know, you can probably. Turned into a mantra, you know, and the song kind of goes to that place somewhat at the end. But let's let's go let's go ahead. Uh, need some time to find myself. You wouldn't live with it. Can I go my own way? Can I pray my own way? I don't want to leave you, or I need you. So okay, you get the tossing of the term pray in there, which I think it plays to how maybe intrinsically religious irish culture is i believe I, I think it's fair to say uh similar to the latin culture and uh and the portuguese brazilian culture too you have the catholicism there so you have the invocation of that term right um also uh, when you pray it's what you kind of do to find yourself right so that's the, those two things are also connected in there and it's unclear but we are assuming at this point that it's still like a romantic a romantic idea going on in here um you have the i need you right what's you that's really purposefully made it clear There's probably love but it could be some some other sort of thing, right? Um, I don't know. There is no way to know. She's dead already, the the lady that wrote this. Um, am I ready for this? Did I think I could be? I would be. Can I see the future? No, I can't see. I don't want to leave you. And do I have to? I don't want to love you. Oh, I still do. So that's just a good like wrapping up chorus of the... Because I think the chorus might repeat more after this no I don't think so I think just verse one verse two chorus chorus yeah um yeah very simple very straightforward very streamlined sort of structure um you don't have much flashing out it's truly just an it is an opening it's a beautiful song and it's an opening for the album as well so that that one is there being like a more you know like a, a a very grabby very very catchy sort of melody and 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 production style there uh with the guitars re- being really prominent and and i'm not sure how the i, I think it's a it's a, it's a kind of a fast song has a lot of percussion to it and all that it's a very very vivid very rich uh production style very very similar to what stephen street would do with morrissey in the mid 90s there uh, and with some stuff from Bona drag as well, very very similar, a lot of the same wild uh wide eye sort of bewilderment with uh emotions right that's sort of like the two more to say, it's, it's it's an artist that plays a lot into that sort of thing, which does sort of poetic. Um poetic image, like the just a, just a position of just being desolated and loving, right at the same time or maybe because of love. He does that with a cynical twist a cynical Oscar Oscar Wilde sort of uh, twist in terms of um, the, the way that he places more say in that case, the, the way that he places things and the way that he plays is like um um more subject subject stuff can probably grab some tracks from him and exemplify uh some of that um let's try let's try maybe so i don't i don't know if i'm enough clear uh he he yeah um tracks, let's see tracks, Uh, he he names a lot of places, and he names a a lot of like actual names, you know, William, It was really, really nothing, you know, Um, let's say, let's see like a classic one, this charming man, Um, what does he do, this one is probably more akin to what Cranberries was doing on, on, on this album, it isn't necessarily... Uh, okay, so he calls someone "pantry boy," you know, uh, "jumped up pantry boy." That's sort of like a subject. That's sort of like a title that you that you that you throw at someone that has sort of an effect, you know, that um, and it has a cynical tone to it as well. And this charming man is not that cynical. That cynical of a song, maybe. Um, how soon is now is more cynical. Yeah, so, let's see. I am the sun and the earth, right? When he puts those sort of titles, it's that sort of thing. The sun, the earth, of of what? Of nothing in particular, you know? That sort of cynicism, that sort of uh sarcasm towards things. That sort of the thing that Morrissey does, but you can... Um, grab maybe everything else and apply that to the, the cranberries. You're probably going to see a very nice uh, parallel there in terms of influence and in terms of like, uh, um, they look like each other. You know, obviously they were influenced by what the Smiths did, you know, and grew up probably listening to the Smiths and probably knew or say, you know, any any anyhow. Um, all right. How much am I doing now? Let's see. Twenty-seven. Okay, we we reaching uh, that's fine territory, right? So let's probably do another another track. Have a have a uh, a read on the lyrics. So like a fortune teller, you know, tells you, you your fortune. I'm gonna read the lyrics. Uh, I want more, impossible to ignore, impossible to ignore, they come true, okay, so this is not, all my life is changing every day in every possible way, and all my dreams, it never quite as it seems, never quite as it seems, yeah, another sort of like urban, uh, what the hell is going on sort of thing, you know, which which is kind of the territory that more say also travels quite a bit, Morrissey specifically, yeah, I think there is a big Morrissey influence on, on this, maybe first record, yeah. Uh, maybe that's why I like it so much, I don't know, because he, he, he resembles so much things that I love a lot about Morrissey, and I, I love this myth, so or will do forever, you know, so yeah. Uh, I know I felt this before, but now I'm feeling even more, because it came from you. So that's sort of the earnest thing that Morrissey wouldn't write, so you—that's—he would never, or probably would, but he would cut there with a with a with a sardonic comment after that. You know, with a sardonic line, he can't help himself. So, and he's yeah, in she here—it's extremely vulnerable, right? Because she it's, it's, she's admitting to something that she never felt before, and it, it comes from someone. It's not something that's coming from her or stuff that she provokes you know in it's from someone it's someone's responsibility to make some to to make her feel the way that she's feeling so and then i open up and see the person falling here is me a different way to be kind of plays to the same idea as well you know it's uh uh, she's painting herself to be like the victim of the feeling that someone brought to her. You know, they came from someone else, came from outside, and got her, you know, that she's falling. Uh, the chord, the verse, someone more, impossible to ignore. And now I tell you openly, you have my heart, so don't hurt me. You are you are what I couldn't find, a totally amazing mind, so understand, and so kind, you are everything to me, so it, she now paints, you know, uh, and we can see, probably the first chorus, in a different life, uh, in a different light, now, um, because you can see, the, the first chorus, it's like, it's more of the perspective, of someone, declaring a love, not, lamenting for a love lost right so the falling there it's the falling love is not falling you know so the interpretation in that case was you know as the 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 song progressed right i came to understand more there of that first chorus so you can that is the turkish sunday by the way no that's the turkish name dreams the first one was still do uh, first and second one of the album, right? Um, so that's, yeah, that's sort of like describing how it feels to fall in love and to finally get to a point that you can trust someone with that feeling, right? Which is a point that can take some time to to, to appear in a, in a relationship, right? So that's also a sort of, uh, sigh of relief as well. It, the song is called Dreams, so it has the overall um positive capacity, right? Cloud like capacity to uh, like you, all, you also have dream attached to sleep as well, right? So it's a state of state of euphoria there she's flying, you know? All my life is changing every day in every possible way and all my dreams and it's never quite as it seems it's never quite as it seems because mm. you're a dream to me dream dream to me yeah i don't know i don't know where that fits i think they were just trying to get to the to the point that i don't know exactly what that last phrase means that i don't know it's never quite as it seems yeah i'm not sure okay Let's just uh, wrap this up and thank you. Thanks for listening and that's it.